just welcome to Set Apart Women. I'm Candace Hart. And I'm Jamie Lynn Wolno. And we're your hosts. Forever. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, okay, so last week we talked about sin, sin, sin. What is mm-hmm. sin? We broke it down in the Bible. You know, there's so many ways to talk about it. We don't hear it talked about enough. So we thought it would be fun to break it down. So we hope that you la- yeah. listened to last week's. And then this week we're talking about how did Jesus live sinless? So this is the solution segment to part one so this is part two i would say of what well, we yeah about. we yeah. shouldn't end a part one that's good. yeah this one's gonna be a little more lighthearted because here you have the world and you have sin and here and here comes jesus and you have all the hope yeah so he just came so that we could live the life that we were meant to live yeah. pre the fall pre the whole fruit in the garden type thing and whatever that may be and so we want to encourage you here Go listen to the first episode, and now we're going to talk about how did Jesus live sinless? First of all, Jesus obeyed. It says in John 14, 31, which we don't like hearing obey, but check it out. In the Great Commission, it talks about that. But it says in John 14, 31, I will not speak much more with you, for the ruler of the world is coming, Satan, and he has nothing in me, but that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. So Jesus did only what he saw the father do and said what he heard the father say. All right. You can read the next one. I love that. So let me count yes. that because I think a lot of times we see Jesus as this docile. He is gentle because that's a fruit of spirit, but we see him as this, I don't know, just very steady. I'm like, Jesus come back y'all. Not like he came the first time. Like he is coming back to fight for us and just for, yeah. Anyways. Okay. Sorry. I just want to say that. I know this, I know that this command leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is what the father has told me to say. That's in John 12, 50. And this is, what's crazy when you think about this. So Jesus obeyed, how do you live sinless? He obeyed. He literally just said, father, he stepped away to pray with the father and he fasted while he was on earth and he was Lord. Jesus is Lord, but he came in human form to show us what to do. He stepped away to be with the father, He fasted, he prayed. And when he prayed, he listened to the father and responded to what the father said to him. And that's what we get to do too. And it's not like obeying, like I'm going to Lord over you with sin. It's from love because he loves us. We get to respond in love. And because Jesus loved the father, he obeyed the father out of a place of love. Like I get to what a joy, what an honor to be led by you, the perfect, pure freedom, truth, holy one. And once you've met him, the obeying part does not seem hard. If you if you had really good parents or if you've ever had a teacher or somebody in authority that you love so much, you just wanted to please them. That's what it is for the father. He is so beautiful, so pure, so good. Obeying is you want to obey because you want to please him and you want to live in that harmony with him. Yeah. And I will say though, I, I kind of like, I agree with what you're saying. It makes it easier, but there are moments where it's still hard. Like I'm so relational. I love people. And so there's some positions I feel like I can be put in really awkward where maybe I'm not super close to somebody yet. And they're like gossiping and I don't always know what to do that moment. Or maybe I am close to somebody and I genuinely don't know how to respond right then and there. And I know it's better for me to wait, um, not to continue to listen to them, by the way, and gossip, I can switch the subject. I can do a lot of different things in that moment, but I mean, like, how am I to respond? Sometimes it's just awkward. And most of the time I push past my discomfort and just, Hey, let's switch the subject or Hey, like I fight for the person they're talking about because I want the person who's gossiping to know when you're not around, I'm also going to fight for you just by the way yes. I live my life. 
But there are times when it's very uncomfortable to be bold and courageous for Christ and obey him when it looks like the world has no grid for that in certain areas of our life. Yeah. No, I think you're so right. There's, it's not always easy. It's just not, I can't, but it gets easier from love. So I agree Mm -hmm. what you're saying, but I also want to bring encouragement to you. Like there are many times where it's just uncomfortable because it brings persecution. The real gospel will bring persecution. And that's when in James, he talks about persecution and endurance and how, when we, Mm -hmm. you know, lean into endurance, we get the crown of life on our head. And so John 14, 21. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. When you obey and keep his commands, not only are you showing that you love him, but you're also being loved by the father and him and he's revealing himself to you. So when you love him and keep his commands, he reveals himself to you more. It was, and I mean, oh, I just love that it says it straight up. It's like, you'll be loved my father and I will love them. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can go for it. I'm just, I like that. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. John 14, 23. Yeah. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. I love it. Okay. So what do we do? What are solutions here? So I love this. I think it's so important. Jesus talks about the importance of preaching repentance and forgiveness And repentance just turns you back to the father. It's like, Hey, I've been looking at the world myself. I've made idols. They clearly were more important than you, God. But when I repent, I'm like recognizing, Oh, that's an idol. That's sin. That's something is not God. And I don't want it anymore. That's not him. And that's not who I am. So I'm turning to him and repenting in acts 319. It says, repent therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out. Your sins cannot be blotted out without repentance. It can't. And repentance is so much more when you've actually explained this really well. Repentance is not just an I'm sorry. Like, yes, you apologize when you mess up, but repentance is turning away from that sin and what leads that sin. So if your habits are what leads you to that place of sin that you keep going into, then break the habits off. Yeah. And I love this in Acts 2.38 says, and Peter said to them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, in the last episode, we talked about how Paul mentioned that we are, he's just a slave to sin. And in the world, I'm a slave to sin because the ruler is Satan and he is the ruler of all things, not God, right? But he is only the prince of the world. You are a citizen of heaven and Jesus Satan has no hold on Jesus. When you give your life to Jesus, you're coming underneath the victory, the one that wins every single time. And so you're saying, Hey, I no longer am a slave to sin. I'm a child of God. You know, that song, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. You're no longer a slave to fear and sin. You become a child of God and you get to recognize how your eyes open, your ears open, and you have understanding to live in God's wisdom and live in the kingdom of heaven. So repentance is the first solution Mm. to, from sin, repentance, recognizing. So oftentimes people would say, wow, I have not lived for Christ. So I'm going to go get baptized. And that's when a lot of people are like, I want to put my old self in the grave because Jesus took on all the sin of the world and died. And when he rose again, he was perfect spotless, right? so that you could be too. But we, as an act of the same thing, saying, I'm coming underneath your lordship. I want to die to sin and be rise, be raised again as a new creation, as a born again Christian. 
seeking you, God, with all my heart, which brings me to the second point. So repentance, baptism, baptism, the Holy Spirit, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. I think oftentimes we get led into sin because the world is like, what do you want to do? Focus on it. Focus on it. Put it on your dream board. Nothing's wrong with dream boards, by the way. The problem is, is when you seek first the dream board, Mm -hmm. you seek first the dreams in your heart, and then you end up in sin because they've become idols. I've been there, but it says to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, his holiness. And these things will be given to you as well in Matthew 6, 33. So for you, it's like, can you be honest? Are you seeking him first? Because he's a really good leader. His timing is perfect. And he produces character and integrity and love and affection and wisdom and maturity all throughout this moment of you seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness. And when these things come, you can steward them more beautifully with maturity and excellence. And it speaks to so many things when you're seeking first his kingdom and righteousness. So every, have you ever not gotten something you really thought you wanted and you look back, you're like, wow, that would have ruined my life. So many times. Yeah. So many times. And so when you're seeking first his kingdom and righteousness, the things that you want in your heart will line up with his will mm-hmm. for you. And so you'll notice that some dreams may die off or you may put off for something else. His timing is perfect. Mm-hmm. He can see and hear everything mm-hmm. that you can't. He knows that if you would walk this path right here it'd be beautiful it'd yeah be perfect the timing would all line up there would be favor on your life in every area and even the stuff that came against you would not prosper because this is where you're supposed to be but if you aren't with him and if you're not seeking him first you have no idea what direction you're supposed to walk in yeah he could be being like left 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 is a big hazard and you're like i'm having a good day you know and you're closing your eyes you just keep going forward so yeah, you have to be in tune with him. Yeah. And so when you are seeking him, your will just lines up with his. He changes your heart. He changes your goals and your wants and your needs. And, and it's everything yeah. he created you for. It's yes. not like you're losing. Like I'm telling you, I had some crazy mm. worldly dreams that people would have celebrated yes. in my heart and in my life. And when I laid my life down to follow him, his dreams for me became my dreams and they're like way cooler than what I had before and way more peaceful and without sin. Thank you, God. Your life would look so different, right? Yeah. It would look so different. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 28, 13 confess. So confess. If you have sin, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. It does not make sense. The world wants to be like, how could you screw up? how could you mess up? I'm suing you. How dare you? You need to pay me for your wrong, but mercy comes and triumphs over judgment. And I would much rather not conceal something. When you conceal something too, it's hidden and it will always come out. I don't remember the exact place in scripture, but anything that's hidden will be revealed in time. Right. So confess, if you don't have friends, you can confess your sins to, or you can't do that in the secret place in Jesus name, be delivered and live the word of God and confess and renounce these yeah. to the Lord and to your friends and stay in the light. Uh Oh, my computer needs to be plugged in, but we can finish <laughs> this. We can finish this quickly. Okay. Put to death sin Colossians three, five through six, put to death. Therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual morality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry because of these, the wrath of God is coming. Literally, you are 100% in charge of what you allow into your life or not. And I'm saying like, you could be married and be like, but 
he's X, Y, Z, or you could be like, but my kids, no, you are responsible for how you respond to everything going on around you. You can respond as a citizen of heaven or the citizen of the world. And I will and say, I'm going to go get no the matter, charger and yeah. you can keep going. Let me say this real quick. If you are a mama or a wife, you set the tone for your household, no matter who your husband may be hard, or maybe the Lord, he just hasn't come to the Lord yet. And if so, please reach out to us. We would love to pray with you. But you set the tone for your entire household. So have you ever heard that phrase when mama's not happy, nobody's happy? It's, people say it as a joke and it should never be used as a power trip, but it is true. Like if I wake up, depending on, if I wake up in the morning and I get up and I have my quiet time with the Lord and I pray, the entire atmosphere of my house is different. And you have that power to do that as well. And so I want to say First John 1, 7 through 9, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sins. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins. And he will purify us from all unrighteousness. Thank you, God. Amen. Okay. And another thing that we want to tell you as your charge going forward. Yes. You do not have to do this alone ever. Jesus sent the comforter, the great leader, the great counselor, the Holy Spirit. And it says in Psalm 127, 1B, unless the Lord watches over the city, the guard stands watch in vain. Literally, if you are watching over the city of your own heart and life by yourself, it, it's in vain. Like, what are you going to do? But if the Lord watches over you in the city, in the gates, and you allow him, Holy Spirit, how would you protect my eye gates? How would you protect your ear gates? How would you process this and understand yeah. with the spirit of wisdom what you're saying? Let the Lord come and lead you and guide you, which produces the great commission. Okay. Yes. You want to read it? Yeah. You're sorry. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Y'all, he is with us always to the very end of the age. You are never alone. You never have to do this by yourself. And he will walk with you every single step you take. Yes. And this is his last like command and commissioning to you and I in his word, Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, so teaching others to obey everything he's commanded us, which means that's our job. And yeah. we can't know that unless we're reading the word and we're in relationship with him. Not only does he reveal it in his written word, he reveals it in his spoken word today till still. And so also we want to encourage you if you're not baptized in the Holy spirit yet, that's a game changer. And the wages of death, the wages of sin are death. That's the fruit of sin. It's death. It's destruction. It's calamity. It's just dark. Right. But the fruit of the spirit, when you're baptized in the Holy spirit, you will have love. You will have joy. You will have peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Hashtag America. <laughs> Against such things, there is no law. And that's Galatians 5.22. If you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, if you want the fruit, if you don't have love, if you don't have joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, yes. or self-control, there's an exchange that happens when you say, God, forgive me for not having Forgive me for having hatred in my heart. Yes. I'm yes. laying hatred down on the altar. I'm asking you to forgive me. I know this isn't who you created me to be. And I know that this isn't the fruit of who you are. And I'm asking for the exchange. I'm giving you this hatred and I'm asking for love. Mm -hmm. Or I'm depressed and feeling dark 
and down or whatever it is. And I'm giving this to you for joy. I feel impatient all the time. I feel like mm. a spirit of control, whatever it is, just da, 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 da. I want, I need your joy. I need your peace, forbearance, your kindness. Your, what is it? There's an exchange that happens with repentance. Yes. That can only happen when you choose to let go of the things you're holding on to. And I'll be real with you. Like, I'm not against counseling, trauma counseling, all that. Like, I believe Jesus can take care of it in a moment. He can deliver people in a moment. I also believe he gave people wisdom to be able to do counseling and counsel you through things. But I'm saying the fruit of a son or daughter is the fruit of the spirit. And if you are lacking Mm. in one area, you invite him in and you let go of the area. If you need to forgive so that you can have joy and love in your heart, you need to go forgive. It is a supernatural gift to forgive people. And some of you need to forgive yourself. It does. Well, and I want to say this too, because a lot of times that I did not realize the things I was partnering with. So I partnered with anger. And so it wasn't enough just to do that. I had to repent from that. I had to repent and say, forgive me for partnering with this. Mm -hmm. But then when I asked the Lord from that, you can give the anger away, repent from that and invite that peace and joy in. And the Lord is faithful. That's like he renewing your mind too. to give. Yes. Yeah. And mm, I, I don't know where you're at this. I truly believe that you're supposed to pray the Holy Spirit. Filling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I come on. We believe he can do it through media. We know what he can do. He is powerful. And Absolutely. yeah, if you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit yet, let's go. You can do it right now. Come on. Yeah. So Holy Spirit, we thank you. We ask that for anybody listening who has not yet been filled with you, Spirit of God, we ask that you would baptize them with Mm. you, that they would be filled with you, that they'd be baptized, that you would literally come and burn everything away that's not you. The hate, the anger, the impatience, the the, whatever it may be, the sin, that you would come burn it away and that you would give them a new heart, that you would come dwell inside them and that they would be led by you, that they would become best friends with you, that you would fill them that you would give them their prayer language, that you would fill them with everything good, holy, and perfect that you desire to fill them with in Jesus name. And we bless you who are listening. We believe that you are called to be set apart and it's not an accident that you're tuning in. So God, we bless every listener with the fruits of the spirit. God, we want to exude you. We want to live the great commission. We ask for you help, help us. Oh helper. We need you. We're depending fully on you to help us live the great commission in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you got filled, we want to hear about it. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't have to be like, let me play, let me play a really intimate song, get Mm -hmm. you really charged up. No, just like it could have happened. Yeah. Guys, that's how he works. It was so quick. I mean, he met me and at night, there was no music playing. There was no preamble. It was like a two second conversation and bam. Yeah. That was it. That's all it took. And we believe in you. Mm -hmm. Can live a sinless life. People will come at us for this. Listen, (laughs) you are a slave to sin when you are not a citizen of heaven. When you are led by Jesus, you are tempted still as he was tempted, but he gives you the, he gives you the strength to say no. We're not saying you're going to be perfect. And you may fall. You may sin, but guess what? But repent, mm. turn to him, turn away from it. Don't go back. Keep running towards him. He is life and life abundantly, period. Period. We love you guys. Sending it. We do. We love you so much. We would love to hear from you. We're still on Instagram. That's the quickest way to get a response from us. True. At Set Apart Women. Um, and then Set Apart Women 33 at gmail.com. Feel free to email us. Share the YouTube. The YouTube. The YouTube. <laughs> share the two. Share the two. two. <laughs> but share this with somebody if you think it would benefit from um from this. <laughs> Y'all Someone needs a nap. We love you. Out. I love you. Bye <laughs> <laughs> guys. Hey guys, what's up? Hey.
couldn't hear you. Have you subscribed? <laughs> She's like, ah.